The following is a work of audio fiction. Any resemblance to real persons, living or dead, is purely coincidental. Seriously. Even if some of these people sound exactly like a person that you know, it's not them, okay? Golden Acres is a completely fictional town and is not at all based on Green Acres, located in Scarsdale, New York, where our creator grew up. That is a total fluke. Please do not falsely assume that any of these characters, storylines, or descriptions is based in fact. That's how rumors get started. Rockin' Robin, and I'm coming at you live with newsworthy news. According to the mass email I just received, Golden Acres is starting a neighborhood watch in response to not one, but two missing teens, Michelle Grimm and Caroline Scanlon. St. Michael's will be hosting an informational meeting about the watch this Sunday, spearheaded by our very own Father Williams. I've never met the guy because I only go to church when someone dies, but I hear he is quite the charmer. The police have also asked me to remind all you citizens that, despite the best of intentions, no one is legally allowed to carry a concealed firearm in Golden Acres. And now, the Beach Boys! Medium maple macchiato for Mary. Are you going to order anything, Mia, or are you just going to sit there? (laughs) Mia, can you hear me? Oh no, Bethany, I think we've lost her. It's too bad. She was a good one. One of my favorites. Remember Jenny from a few years ago? Your yoga instructor? She never liked me. I know. What do you mean you know? She told me she didn't like you. But I'm your best friend. Why do you think I stopped inviting her to coffee and switched to bar classes? For friendship. Oh, that's so nice. I am very nice. But now that we've lost Mia to her iPhone, we have to find another third. One-on-one conversations are too much pressure this early in the morning. I'm going to miss Mia. She kept us so young. We have to be realistic. She's a goner. Oh, my God. You guys are so dramatic. I was on my phone for one minute. She speaks. It's a Monday miracle. Who are you texting? Or is it private? Don't give her an out. Mia, you have to tell us. Rules at the table. Ah, fine. Do you guys know Father Williams from St. Michael's? That's not funny. (laughs) (laughs) You're not actually texting with Father Williams, are you? Of course not. That would be so weird. For one thing, he's a priest. And also, Bethany thinks he's a murderer. When you say it like that, it sounds crazy, but... Never mind. Looks like we're on our own again. How's Caitlin doing at boarding school, Val? Oh, my only daughter? No clue. She won't return my calls. Can you check in with the school? I have. They say she seems fine. For all the money we're spending to lock her up there, she better be fine. Wait, what's the deal with this place again? I'm sorry. Are you talking to us? Don't make me go back to my phone. No, please. We need you. Fine. It's a therapeutic boarding school. They go to solo therapy once a day, group therapy twice a day, and have to be in their rooms by 9 p.m. every night. Oof. Yep. Caitlin will never forgive us for ruining her youth. Oh, well, she shouldn't have dealt drugs. How long is she going to be there? We've told her she's stuck until she graduates, but that's not true, obviously. We just want to scare her. That's always a fun way to parent. St. Michael's would take her back for senior year, though. Right, Bethany? I'm honestly not sure, so I can't make any promises. But you're in charge of admissions. You're the only one who can make promises. Not if all the spots are already taken. St. Michael's is getting more and more competitive. One of my colleagues just got propositioned by the mafia. What? You know, I just read an article about this guy who had a brain tumor and it caused him to have all these paranoid delusions. He thought his dog was trying to murder him. Okay, and what does that have to do with anything? Maybe Bethany has a brain tumor. 
It would explain her growing paranoia. I'm not and- paranoid. My coworker Joanna was intimidated by the mob during a parent interview. She told me all about it. You know, I have a great neurologist. Just get an MRI. For my sake. I love MRIs. I find the loud, repetitive noise relaxing. It's basically a sound bath covered by insurance. I don't need an MRI. My brain is perfectly fine. Bethany, you do have to admit you've been a bit paranoid lately. Yeah, you thought Father Williams was a serial killer before anyone even went missing. Mm -hmm. But then two girls did go missing. Why is no one focusing on that? Teenagers are wild. You can't keep track of them. Call me when a middle-aged white man disappears. Actually, don't. I won't care. You haven't even heard what happened to Joanna. Mr. and Mrs. Bazola, Valentina is a wonderful girl. I really enjoyed speaking with her. Well, Valentina's very smart and pretty. Her hair is completely natural. A lot of people think it's extensions. Oh, well, we mostly talked about extracurriculars. I was a cheerleader all five years. Wow, that's impressive. You want to see a photo? Michelangelo, pull up Facebook. My wife looks exactly the same. Has an inch. <laughs> He's right, though. I take very good care of my skin. You do look shiny. That's my new highlighter. I got it online. I'd love to hear more about your family. I understand you're new to town? Yes. I was uh, recently transferred here due to a opening in my company. Oh. And what do you do for work, Mr. Bazola? How do I uh, explain this in a layman's terms here? Uh, a little bit of this, do a little of this, but, a little bit of that. But, 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 he's very high up. Oh, big time. Lots of people work under him, myself included. <laughs> oh, it's a we're, joke. Yeah, we're talking about when we fuck. I have a question. Of course. What's on your mind, Mr. Bazola? We've uh, heard about the, uh, you know, the... Kidnapped uh, children. Yes, Well, two current high school students are missing, but right now, that's all we know. There's really no cause for alarm. Hey, cut the crap, okay? You have a security problem. That's obvious. We are facing the situation head on. The police have significantly expanded their efforts now that both Michelle Grimm and Caroline Scanlon are considered missing and in possible danger. The community has also started a neighborhood watch, and St. Michael's has hired private security to patrol campus. Are these guards armed? Yes. In fact, they have handcuffs and pepper spray. Uh, 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 Honey, (laughs) did you hear what she said? She said they got handcuffs and pepper spray. And if you know anything, you know I can get out of handcuffs because I did a little magic. And pepper spray, I'm nearly immune to at this point. He means guns, sweetheart. Are these cops, are they packing? Oh, no. This is a school after all. Well, tell me they at least have batons or tasers. I can get you a great deal on guns. <laughs> There's nothing funny about guns, Mia. Sorry, I wasn't listening. Oh, that's painful. Put the phone down now or tell us who you're texting. You're hurting Bethany's feelings. I'm sorry, okay. It's no one important, just some guy. Ooh, what's his name? Reef. Fun, what does he do? I don't know. What's he look like? Unclear. Okay, if you're trying to create a fictional character to distract us from the truth, you're not doing a great job. I'm not, I swear. I'm a great liar. I just don't know what he looks like because I've never seen him. We met playing words with friends. That's a multiplayer Scrabble-type game people play on their phones, Bethany. I know what words with friends is. I'm not 100 years old. Sorry. It's hard to predict your frame of reference. You thought Lady Gaga was Madonna. In one picture. Two years ago. Wait. I actually want to know what happened with Joanna. I promise. I'll listen this time. Great. I'll hold on to your phone. Is that really necessary? Give Valerie your phone, Mia. Fine. I'd love to shift the conversation back to Valentina. How would you describe your daughter in four words or less? 
good for St. Michael's. Thin little body. Okay. I can see from Valentina's transcripts that she's never taken honors classes before. St. Michael's has rather rigorous academic expectations. Do you think that she would be a good fit here? Can I be frank for a second? Sure. St. Michael's has a real security problem, and I can help with that. That's very generous, but we're really not looking to purchase guns, regardless of whatever discount you might be able to offer. I'm not talking about guns, all right? I'm talking about protection. I can promise that if Valentina is a student here, no other girls will go missing. You can trust him. He's very trustworthy. Even his enemies trust him. Why won't you trust him? Father Williams! Sorry to interrupt, but did Joanna happen to binge watch The Sopranos before telling you this fever dream? Because I refuse to believe any of this happened. Yeah, Bethany, it's a bit much. Hard to swallow, if you will. Are you serious? You two thought a mother hired a body double for preschool drop-off. Because it was a completely original idea. That's what made it believable. But it wasn't true. Well, we know that now. Uh, I keep forgetting to hire a body double for Larry's work events. Would Larry let you do that? He wouldn't even notice. I just tell the double to start nagging him about something, and he'd tune her out for the rest of the evening. See, that's what's great about a virtual boyfriend. They can't ignore you to your face. Wait, Reef is your boyfriend? God, no. We mostly just sext each other using ten-point words. You're sexting with a complete stranger? Well, I'm not going to sext with someone I actually know. That would be so embarrassing. What's an example of a ten-point sext word? Pulsing, gyrating, vulva, because of the Vs. Gotta remember those. I sex with Larry all the time, mostly when I know he's in an important meeting. That's fun. Does he get really into it? No, no, he never writes back. I just do it to fuck with him. Isn't that sexual harassment? Probably, but I doubt he cares enough to report it. Wait, so how do you know this reef person is who he says he is? I don't. Doesn't bother you that you might be texting with a 92-year-old grandma in Tulsa? Ignorance is bliss, and he's too fast a typer to be that old. I don't know. I don't think I could be intimate with a stranger. Of course not. You have trust issues. What? No, I don't. Who don't I trust? Father Williams. Oh. But that's for very good reason. Please, come on in, Father Williams. Can I help you with something? No, no. Just wanted to say hi. Hello, I'm... Father Williams. We've heard all about you. I'm Michelangelo, and this is the wife. Francesca, you have a great head of hair. (laughs) Thank you. I try not to take pride in superficial attributes, but between us, I do love my hair. (laughs) I bet it's real soft, too. I'm glad you stopped by, Father. Mr. Bazola was just mentioning some security concerns. Ah, yes. That's part of why I wanted to poke my hair in. (laughs) I want to take a moment to personally assure you that St. Michael's is a safe place for both current, prospective, and future students. We know it will be a safe place, but only if our Valentina is accepted. Now, if she isn't accepted, who's to say? Excuse me, are you threatening the school? No. Really? Because it sounds a lot like you're threatening the school. Oh, honey, he's doing the opposite. Try to listen. I'm offering protection. But if you don't want it, you don't want it. It's up to you. Then we go about our business and roll it somewhere else, and you live or die with the consequences. Uh, bother? This has been a difficult time for everyone. Both Michelle and Caroline are greatly missed. Not a moment goes by where my thoughts are not with their friends and family. Oh, you're so sweet. And you smell good. That said, I can confidently promise no other students will go missing if everyone behaves and follows the new security procedures. 
So if your daughter continues the application process and gets accepted for the next year, I can personally guarantee your safety. The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Psalm 58.10 So, what do you have to say for yourselves? That mom was hitting on him. Yeah, aggressively. I also think Francesca is putting unrealistic beauty expectations on her teenage daughter that will probably inflict lifelong psychological damage. But then again, my daughter's a drug dealer, so what do I know? Did neither of you hear what Father Williams said? The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. He will bathe his feet in the blood of the wicked. Psalm 5810. Oh no, a priest quoted the Bible? Someone quick, save the children. He didn't quote any random psalm. Did you listen to the exact words? He said, The righteous will rejoice when he sees the vengeance. We heard what he said. And it's creepy, but so is pretty much everything in the Bible. I can't think of one quote that doesn't give me the chills. Thou shalt not covet thy neighbor's home. In this neighborhood, come on, we're set up to fail. Fine, forget the psalm. What about the other part? How can he be so certain that no other girls will go missing unless he is the one taking the girls? Huh, that's a good point. It's just his ego. Men think they can control everything. Larry swore Caitlin wouldn't get her period until he was emotionally mature enough to handle it. Another good point. Wow, I'm a pushover. Caitlin ended up menstruating super early, by the way. I was barely ready for it. It does explain why Caitlin's so short. Father Williams said... And I quote, You can't quote, you weren't there. Oh, I'm quoting what Joanna said to me. Yeah, but what do we know about this Joanna character? She seems very anti-gun, which I respect. Joanna is a lovely woman and a reliable narrator. I believe everything she's ever told me. Whoa, are you in love with her? That would be a fun twist. I'm not in love with Joanna. Stop assuming I'm in love with everyone. Never. Joanna told me Father Williams said, and she quoted... I can confidently promise no other students will go missing if everyone behaves. And follows the new security procedures, which is the part of the quote that makes the whole sentence reasonable. You have a great memory, Val. I know. I wish I had a reason to use it for something other than winning arguments. I can confidently promise no other students will go missing if everyone behaves. Maybe Bethany's repeating herself so much because of the brain tumor. Bethany, what day is it? I don't have a brain tumor. I'm simply pointing out Father William's strange choice of words. Unless he is a serial killer who punishes his victims for misbehaving. Then it makes perfect sense. It sounds so kinky when you say it. Misbehaving. Misbehaving. Father Williams doesn't want you to misbehave. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, once again, I feel like you're focusing on the wrong thing. Look. I'm willing to give you the whole mob intimidation thing, but that's it. Father Williams was just referring to safety procedures, like using the buddy system. That would equal behaving. Slapping someone with a whip while getting into a stranger's car. Misbehaving. (laughs) What Reeve just texted me. Definitely misbehaving. How did you get your phone back? Don't worry about it. Mia, don't you want to spend your time on actual long-term prospects and not a random phone number? Ew, no. Why would you think that? I don't know. Because... I'm a woman. No, because you're a person and people want... Love, commitment, marriage. Yes. Though why do I feel like I'm walking into a trap for stating basic truths about humanity? (laughs) Because they're not basic truths anymore. People Mia's age don't prioritize long-term partnership in the same way because they don't need it for financial stability or reproduction. Right, Mia? I have no idea. 
I can only speak for myself, and I don't have time for an IRL relationship. In real life. I know what it means, Valerie. Rafe is perfect for what I want right now. He's there when I need attention, but I never have to look good for him because he never sees me. Mia, real talk. Are you afraid of intimacy? Sure. But I don't think that's a bad thing. Of course it's a bad thing. Why? You know why. Do I? Or are you referring to the preconceived notion about the best way to live that has no evidence to support it? Now you sound like Valerie. I don't sound like that. Do I? Yes. I was actually doing an impression of you. Wow. I am unbearable. No wonder my husband won't touch me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I still think Father Williams took them. Aye. That's it for me today, chickadees. Tune in tomorrow for more rock and more Robin. I love you all. And as Mother always said, love the ones you're with, but don't trust them. What else can you say? A lot more. Stay tuned after the break for Hot Goss with Amanda Lund. Welcome back to Hot Goss. Thank you so much for joining us, Amanda. Oh, yeah. Happy to be here. So as you know, I hope, this show is um, us talking about real-life gossip, if there is such a thing that you either grew up with or that you're enmeshed in now. Mm. do you Are you a big gossiper? Okay. Well, like the four agreements suggests, I try to be impeccable with my word. Oh, but I'm, okay. I'm never. I never am. <laughs> so, what is the theory there that you shouldn't? You shouldn't gossip. Um, the theory. Have you read the Four Agreements? No, no. I just read one self help book one time and was like, I get it. Yeah, no. It's probably this similar to what whatever it is you read. Um, no, mine was more like nothing matters. <laughs> okay, no, that's not what this is. <laughs> yeah, I guess the idea there is just like you probably shouldn't like constantly shit talk your friends. Right. Yeah. But no, no, no. I love a good gossip session. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And I know growing up, I mean, obviously, like any woman knows high school, elementary school, it's it's a lot of gossip happening. Although when I got the prompt for this podcast, I actually had trouble thinking of any gossip that I can talk about. Oh. Are you having people talk about, like, current goss? Yeah. Really? Well, a little. A mix. They're not afraid? Everyone's afraid. (laughs) I was, I'm like, there's, I have gossip, but I cannot. Just say it. Give us a fake name. I can't. I got to go deep into the Rolodex to feel safe. All right. Will you tell me after we're done recording? Oh, yeah. I can't resist a good story. I know. It's so good. I will say nowadays I get a lot of my, I scratch my gossip itch with watching The Real Housewives. Mm Mm-hmm. Yes. I talk about the the people on Vanderpump Rules like mm. they're people in my life. Uh, yes, that's the same with me. I watch Vanderpump Rules as well. And it, it really does like satisfies like um, – And then you don't feel mean because like, no. they're real people, but they don't know what you're saying as long as you don't comment it on their Instagram. Yeah, and they're pu- – yes, I, I never tag them. <laughs> I never <laughs> troll them. I do like love to talk to them about other people who care. Yes, though. Um, and then the other interesting thing about gossip for me right now is that now that I'm married, mm-hmm. congratulations! I, thank you. Not to brag, <laughs> I am married. Wow. Uh, <laughs> but I feel like there's kind of this like um, you're free to gossip with your husband as much as you want. Yes, like I, I, 
As I always say, I can keep a secret, but I'm going to tell at least one person. That's fair. So actually, I can't keep a secret. But it, it does. Does it really count? No. So I like if I tell my mom something, I don't think that counts. I don't think mom counts. I don't, I don't think, think a best friend counts. Best friends don't count. Significant other doesn't count. I, I don't think so. It just can't go past that. That's right. Right. Yeah. So I think that's fair. So yeah, I I think I gossip a lot with my husband. Um, but then other than that, I try I kind of try not to gossip too much. That's really admirable. I mean, I'm a pretty cool person. <laughs> <laughs> but what do you have some from your past yeah. that you can So I sent out a text to my high school friends who are I've never made new friends, so they are still just my you friends. You still have high school friends? Okay, I have friends from preschool. That's what? the same people. <gasps> I made like three friends in preschool, and then I never made new. I made uh, like one, one or one to three new friends since then. Wow! But yeah, they're all you must still be likable that people stuck around or not. If you think about it, <laughs> I have not been able to make new friends. Okay, but let me pull up some of these things. Okay, so I asked them what they remembered about um, gossip from high school, and I guess one of the popular girls um, got off in someone's parents' jacuzzi, but she didn't know who. So that's not okay. that interesting. Well, like, what does that mean? Like, solo? I think it's like she had sex in a jacuzzi. Get off implies by them by yourself, Oh, no? maybe she was masturbating in someone's parents' jacuzzi? Yeah. We need to find out. <laughs> okay, I'll follow up on that. So you don't even know what girl. I don't know what girl. There was, like, a slew of popular girls. And I also realized through this text chain that most gossip from high school is just slut-shaming. Oh, absolutely. And also, as we've realized through the show— so many high schools have the exact same stories. Oh, this is funny. Yeah, okay, so here's one that's good. Gave her boyfriend a blowjob while he watched football. <laughs> okay. And this so spread like wildfire. Just wild from now fire. on, let's not say people's actual names. <laughs> I don't think she's listening. I think she's busy. So, okay, so, and everybody, you remember that. Um, I remember hearing that, and I think it, that was one of those things where I heard and I just went, okay. Yeah, that's not really that salacious like what is interesting about that just that he was also watching football yeah okay I mean that sounds cool okay this is this is one I think is like kind of an urban legend and maybe you've heard this one already but okay I won't say the name I'll change it Manny Bombatori okay so I added some letters yeah um so you only added letters you didn't even come up with new names (laughs) pretty easy to track back okay so she gave Bo a BJ at the movies by cutting a hole out of the bottom of a popcorn bucket. Right. So that's not true. You don't think so? Do you think looking back that that's true? (laughs) That's insane. I don't know how you get— How would you get your head in there? A hand job, but a BJ, I think that might—yeah, that is not right. People would notice if your head was bobbing (laughs) in and out of a popcorn container. Well, you'd have to, like, cut a side off of it to get for your neck, right? Right. So as kids, obviously, we're like, oh, definitely. But yeah. Looking back as adults, the logistics. It's just not true. It just it, it can't wasn't true. be true. And do you think that, like, and everybody would talk about these things? I would mostly hear them. Honestly, my friend Johnny would, they'd mostly come from him. Do you think he maybe created them sometimes? He, yes, I think m- maybe all the time he created most of the gossip so that circulated. So you think circulated. he was patient zero of gossip at I your think high school? he was. And he, I know that it's like a game of telephone, but he is, he changes things always because he loves telling a good story and having a captive audience. So it, it doesn't matter who gets hurt, you oh, know, wow. it's like he Do you think he's ever it. started a rumor about you? Hmm. I think probably. Wow. What do you think he said? 
I don't know. I, I, I've never had a, like a full on rumor about me. Like, oh, one time I did get the reputation though as a date ditcher. Tell me more. So <laughs> that actually sounds really empowering. A date ditcher. <laughs> yeah, I know. So I came from, I went into a public high school, but I came from like a small Catholic element, elementary and middle school. So I had never like had dances and I didn't know, like I never dated or anything. So I got asked um, to winter formal by this really cute guy, Steve Smith, I think was his name. His real name? I, I'm sorry. I know. But I'm not saying anything bad about him. <laughs> Maybe they are listening. I don't know. But anyway. Um, but anyway, so he asked me to the dance, and I did not realize that you were supposed to, like, dance with your f- partner or who, your date the whole night. Oh. So I, like, went off and, like, kind of left him for a couple hours and danced with a bunch of other people. Oh, my God. You date ditcher. I am a date ditcher. So, again, not a rumor, just a thing you did. And it's true. I can. I did date. Ditch that date. I date ditch that date yeah then the only other gossip I actually remember and I did I think I actually participated in this gossip is in in my Catholic school we had this really sweet sort of um shy teacher Miss Wright and she was probably like younger than us like she was probably in her 20s and we I'm in my 20s okay okay sorry in her her early (laughs) 20s let's not let that rumor start guys I'm sorry I'm I'm still in my 20s this is how it happens so she was probably in her early to mid 20s fine I'm in my late 20s okay okay fair I don't want to assume (laughs) but um anyway so she you she always wore a band-aid on her ankle she'd wear like a long flowing dress with like little conservative shoes and it just had this big bandage on her ankle so like a bandage or a band-aid a band-aid but like a large band-aid you know like a big kind of rectangular one um so anyway there were all these rumors that miss wright had an ankle tattoo Oh. And what what was it of? So there's these rumors start, started to circulate about this whole past life she had had. Oh, this is a fun one. Yeah. It's not really mean-spirited. It's just kind of creative. Mysterious. And then sometimes she would go from the big rectangular bandage that would um, cover her whole tattoo to just, as the year went on, a small bandage that where you'd see parts of the tattoo Oh, so there was out, definitely a tattoo. As we learned. Wow. Yes. And you guys were right. We were right. And then eventually she evolved into wearing nothing. And we finally asked her about it. And it turns out it was a social distortion tattoo. <laughs> Well, that's the perfect end to the episode. (laughs) Thank you so much for coming on, Amanda. (laughs) Thanks for having me. Great gossiping with you. Stitcher presents Gossip, written and directed by Allison Raskin, produced by Rachel Wolther, sound design by Casey Holford, starring Amanda Perez as Mia, Allison Raskin as Bethany, Victoria Rowell as Valerie, Beth Littleford as Rockin' Robin. Featuring Marlon Young as Father Williams, Leland Bowden as Francesca, John Gabris as Michelangelo, and Amanda Lund as Joanna. Story by Allison Raskin, Charlotte Lorston, and Rebecca Hanover. Casting by Shana Markowitz. Our production manager is Talia Shea Levin. Our recording engineer is Matt Brownlee. Production assistance from Carly Guida. Our assistant editor is Lauren Kleeman. Original composition by Alessandro Tabora. Production legal by Lindsay Bowen, Kyle Brett, and Michaela Gross. Executive produced by Chris Bannon, Jenny Radelet, and Matt Sedagian. Stitcher's consulting producer is John Asante. Special thanks to Westlake Studios, Matt Gorley, and SAG-AFTRA. 
Gossip is a production of Stitcher. For more information, visit gossippodcast.com. Stitcher.